my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Episode 32 starts now. You know, Sam yeah. caught the mono, he kissed the hooker, whatever he did. <laughs> and then... Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. It's episode number 32. Going out of week five into week six. We're hoping your fantasy times were good this past week. I'm joined by Doggy. What's popping? What's popping, people? Oh, and now it's a complete show because Doggy's here, everybody. Um, Doggy, how you feeling? Man, I'm not doing too well, man. You know, shit. <laughs> you know, uh, I just took it's an, been a struggle. I, I just took an L, and I have two ties as you know so i'm one two and two uh boy and that sucks and um but you know what i'm kind of like lightweight scouting for next year don't say it dog yeah and i'm i didn't throw in the towel completely yet but Mm -hmm. you know i'm just keeping my antennas up and um you know looking to play a spoiler role man and um sooner than later you know so Mm -hmm. hey man i just have to you know see what how week six turns for me and um, I'll just take it week by week, but it doesn't look good right now for the champ, you guys. Yeah, you got you got some soft competition coming up. Sorry about that, Rob. Rob does listen to, listen to the show. So he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> so he's playing Rob this week. I beat Rob last week by the skin of my teeth. I, I basically had everything happen to me that could have happened where I lose. I had Mike Evans on the team, and, of course, he turned in that donut. But we'll talk about him later. And please, Rob, don't play a kicker again. <laughs> <laughs> Please. That helped. That helped out. Like that. that did help. But thank you, Rob. Yeah. It it, it was help. it was an interesting week, uh, to say the least. Um going into week six, um I I got the win, as I mentioned. Yeah. I feel that this week is the week of the tight end. Because if you look at your waiver wire, mm-hmm. there's guys out there that could help you out. That could help you out, and I'm talking about your um, there's some people with the Vance McDonald still out there. Hunter Henry supposedly popping up at practice. We have an idea he'll be back soon. You have Herndon coming off suspension. You know this is a time if you got a, a, a roster spot, if you have a few wins under your belt, and you could wait on somebody that you go get a tight end that could you know make or break a couple games for you, make or break your season. Yeah, Dougie, what what uh, what point? In the season, is this for you? What are you What are you doing right now? You're one, two, and two. Yeah. What are you doing as you hit the waiver wire for today? Well, you know, I'm looking for like another defense. You know, I'm looking for. Uh, I have a few injuries at uh, the receiver position. I have some receivers that aren't performing, so I'm looking for a receiver. Mm-hmm. My backs are pretty straight, so I'm yeah. not worried about my backs. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, uh, just like in our league, I can't believe Jerry Cook's available. Yeah, uh, like you said, McDonald's available. Sure, you have some tight ends. Yeah, and so you know, but I'm I'm pretty set at the tight end position because I have Disley. Yeah, that was a key pickup. You know, but um, that's it, man. You know, I'm just uh, I'm trying to just get this W, man. I need to edge out a W, and to bring my morale up. Exactly, and one, two, and two, you're still in it. There's a lot of you know we play like I said before, folks. We play in a very competitive league, as do many of you. And some people are going to get hit over the head before it's all over. I got a tough game this week. I could easily go from four and one to four and two. That opens up the door, of course, for the folks below me. Um, also, this point of the season, 
is I think when you really got to start looking, and you should have done this earlier, but you're looking three weeks ahead because you got bye weeks going on. You have to have a plan for when your receiver's out, your quarterback's out, your running back's out, et cetera, right? So you don't want to have the week pop up on you and say, damn, I don't have a kicker this week. Right. You want to begin to sort of play that waiver wire in anticipation, even if you have to grab a guy early. And if you can, like I said, some people have to use every roster support uh, spot to win right now. But if you can afford it, you go out and get somebody you're going to need in week eight, nine, ten, what have you. So you got to have a plan. Um, Doggy, what's your tip for for, for week six? Yeah, um, for week six, um, depending on who's been performing for you guys or not, Make the adjustments. Now's the time for adjustments. And if you have a leverage and if you want to make a big trade, go ahead and do it. Yes. You know, and uh, it's time to, you know, shake up your team a little bit. and uh, But just don't help anybody. Don't, you know, just throw sh- some shit away, some, uh, you know, a trade that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Make sense, you know, yeah. of the trade. And uh, just don't help. Just try to make your team better. Yeah. You know, and just shake some shit up. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's what my advice would be. You know, just... It depends, you know, how you are. If, if if I was in first place, shit, I'm just keep knocking people's teeth out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it doesn't, do. yeah, it doesn't matter, you know. So it's like you can make one or two tweaks there, but hey, if I'm in the top six, it's like my team's kind of rolling, kind of decent. Mm-hmm. So just like B said, you have to really plan for like your bye weeks coming up. Yeah. So go ahead and stash like you know if your quarterback's going out or some uh, backup quarterback. Or something like that, and um, you know, just prepare for you know, prepare for it. Exactly. Um, as you know, we turn to a new week. It comes with the bad news of injuries, and everybody has to prepare for. As Dog says, make the adjustment. Injuries cause you to make adjustments, right? So, just go through some of the injuries. Uh, some of the, the only one major one it looked like is Mason Rudolph, who took a tremendous hit. Wow. Um, it did not look good. For yeah. for a while, um, but it was legal though. It was totally legal. Yeah, it was a legal hit. It was totally legal. And anytime they have to remove your face mask, that's not good. No, no, no bueno. He looked like a throwback player. Remember? Yeah, he had a, like he was wearing a leather helmet. Yeah. or something. he was he was out of it. But glad to see he got off the field and you know to some extent under his own power. Um, you had like little tweaky injuries. You had. Patrick Mahomes, you got a tweaky little injury with David Johnson who finished the game, but he's they're trying to watch him. You had man, thing to save my almost <laughs> probably save my game more was Sammy Watkins bailing out early. Yeah, you know, and I knew I, and I felt that coming into the yeah, you, you did know, you mentioned that I said Sammy went if he's on the injured list, man, he's known to get hurt in the game. Sure, but he got hurt what before pre-game? the game, like like shit. on the bench. Damn. And you see, this is where you're at a disadvantage, and I think it's unfair because if you're playing and you're not, you don't have a, a phone wired into the Kansas City Chief, you know, locker room, right? Yeah. How are you supposed to adjust for that? Like I remember that happened to me last year with Greg Zerline getting hurt in warmups. You have no idea until you see them going for two. On a, you know an extra point or whatever. Yeah, and that sucks. So that's the bad part about fantasy. It, you know, we put a man on the moon. We should be able to figure out how to rectify that situation when it happens. It's it just sort of, it's totally not your fault. Yeah, you watch all the shows and they say, okay, he's active, he's playing. Yeah, he's in. The next thing you know, you're right. watching the game. Oh, this happened. Sure. So it's fucked up. No, it is. It it most definitely is. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, what is it? Philip Dorsett. I think he's tweaked up a little bit. Uh, Marquise Brown, who's Hollywood, goes by the name of Hollywood, better known as that sort of thing. He sprained an ankle. 
Sterling Shepard's got a concussion. Now, is he out there, doggy? Yeah, Sterling Shepard is going to be out this week. Mm-hmm. You know, usually when you get, like, two concussions, you're going to stay out, like, uh, you know, a few weeks, really. Yeah, yeah that Because they want to, you know, the precautions and shit like sure. that. Even though he can go, but I think it's something like, you know, within the team rules that look. Mm-hmm. Or the NFL rules, we have to keep them out a certain amount of time. Yeah. You know, and um, it, it, it just, uh, it's really unfortunate for my team because he was targeted a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, he's my receiver, and yeah. he, shit, fucking motherfucker overthrew him and everything. Dude, I couldn't believe that shit. Yeah. Jones overthrew him. He dropped the ball in the end zone and underthrew him. No. So it, it killed me. It's just, you know, it's just bad luck, but you could shake it off there, doggy. Yeah. Um, sticking with the Giants, I got word, and we'll confirm this, but I think Wayne Gallman is out. Yeah, he's going to be out, too. And uh, what is it? Um, Saquon is definitely out. Saquon, But he's out. coming back. He's like Wolverine. He has the healing power of Wolverine. He'll be back in another week or so, probably. Yeah. Um, so that means that the guy, and I got to look at my book here to see the uh, depth chart, Jonathan Hilleman. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Name okay, so I'm the thing is, we've never seen the guy play, but he instantly, this is the thing in fantasy, he instantly has value, right? Yeah. Because he's going to start. Um, the tricky thing is he's starting Thursday. So if you're using him to fill in for a player you may think is hurt, that is a little risky. It's a little dicey because if your player ends up playing, you, of course, lose the time, depending on the spots you have in your roster. But and look, they're, they're going up against the number one defense. Yeah, so you're going against the Patriots. Be real risky. Sure. So, you know, do you need a body or do you need efficiency? Do you need points? That's always the thing you're juggling. But sometimes you just need a body for a one-week rental. Might be worth it, especially if you've got players hurt. Um, the bye weeks we mentioned. Uh, Buffalo is on a bye. Chicago's on a bye. Indianapolis is on a bye. And the Raiders. And the Raiders are on a bye. Raiders coming in with that strong win for the Raiders three and two there, doggy. Yeah, John Gruden's doing a great job with a bunch of no names, man. Yeah, a bunch of college players. Yeah, so really he's showing his like his truths right now. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how it pans out. Derek Carr still sucks though. Yeah, of those teams, who's the biggest loss for the bye week? So who who are people hurting that they're on bye weeks? If if, if of those teams, would you say? Well, at the tight end position, you're gonna hurt if you don't have Waller mm-hmm. out there yeah. for the Raiders. Yeah. And um, I would say with uh, Buffalo, um, Allen, the mm-hmm. quarterback, yeah. you know, if he's a starter. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't see too many uh, players that are hurt. I would say I – mean, teams that are hurt. Yeah. I would say Marlon Mack and Josh Jacobs, That's those are the biggest holes. Oh, yeah, I think. they are big holes. Yeah, that would be a big hole in your lineup. Yeah. So a guy like, like I said, Hilleman – he's going against the, <laughs> he's going against the Patriots, folks. Yeah. But he is going to get – in the game, he's going to get some carries. Maybe he gets a goal line carry, get you a touchdown. So those are the situations where you may be in a pinch and you may be able to use somebody like him. Um, Doggy, let's just get right into it. Let's do it. Disappointment of the week. Uh, my disappointment of the week is Robinson, Denard Robinson, man, from Kansas City. Um, I mean, shit, man, Tyreek Hill is out, and he didn't get too many targets. You yeah. know, he was a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He must, you know, uh, he wasn't probably wasn't running the right routes or, or some shit out there. But you know, in Kansas City, he spread the ball out around a lot. But they kind of took a hit with uh, Indianapolis running the timeout mm-hmm. clock out, yeah, because they kept running the ball, and yeah. you know their offensive line was dominating uh, Kansas City's defense. Sure. So, um, but still, when Mahomes got his shots, man, he didn't look for Robinson at all like that. So it, it kind of disappointed me, man. You know what I'm saying? So. 
he was some shit. You know, and and then your boy uh, down in Pittsburgh, Deontay Johnson. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of hype on him mm-hmm. going into the game. But, you know, I can't blame him because Rudolph got hurt. So you didn't have a chance of, right, you know, mm-hmm. you know, showing his truths like that because uh, his main quarterback got hurt. Yeah, and I mean, right now, Pittsburgh may be in the same category as someone like a Cincinnati where you're avoiding their players, and to some extent Miami, but I'll, we'll get into Miami later. And some extent Washington now. It's you know, is they're just not good organizations right now. They don't. Well, the Pittsburgh's a good organization. They just had a, a, a heap of bad luck happen to them with injuries and so on. But it, it may be time to start peeling back and selling some of your shares in those four teams: uh, Pittsburgh, Washington, Cincinnati, and my Miami to some extent. So, you know, just something to keep your eye on there. Um, my disappointment of the week is very obvious. This is Mike Evans. I mean, and we talked about the rule of zero last week where we talked about, you know, zero. when someone scores a zero, you start looking at them differently. I'm not going to go crazy and, you know, bench Mike Evans or anything like that. But it does show you that in your, the back of your head, you're saying, okay, so this is why he's not in, viewed as, as an elite. Like when you put up... Devontae Adams and Julio Jones and, you know, when he's mentally okay, uh, um, Antonio Brown, you know. Yeah. Um, so it shows you the difference. It shows you that he is maybe a 1A as opposed to a 1. And the thing that's getting scary, and I'll, you know, we'll continue to talk about it, is, uh, you know, he's sharing, a lot, I mean, he's losing a lot of targets to Chris Godwin, who looks to be having, you know, an all-pro, borderline MVP-type season. Yeah. Um, but I think Mike Evans bounces back. I just think that that's the difference between getting him in the first round and getting him in the second round, which is he's a second round player. And that's you, you don't get locked up like that as a first round player. You don't get a zero as a first round player. I don't yeah. think. Um, let's move on to uh, where we were wrong. Doggy. I was wrong with the Jaguars defense, you guys. And I know we're going to get this talk about this later on in the show. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, defenses not to fall in love with them. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I've. I, they came out Sax Saxonville, you know, and sure. these motherfuckers didn't put up bullshit numbers the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think it has to do with uh Ramsey not being there and just faking his injury probably. Yeah. You know, because he wants to get traded. Yeah. But uh so um basically that's where I went wrong and I also went wrong with Deontay Johnson, you know, but I can't really blame him, you know. But because uh, you never know, you can't predict injuries to mm-hmm. a quarterback. Yeah. So, but those two positions, man, I went wrong because I should have started D.D. Westbrook. You know, it's easy for me to say now mm-hmm. that I look back on um, week five, but uh, I should have gave D.D. a shot. Yeah. Because he's more the veteran. Yeah, and, I mean, up until this D.J. Shark phenomenon has occurred, he was the number one. Yeah. And I, I he may still have more targets than Shark, actually. I, I don't know. I'd have to look at it, but it was, it's, it's probably close. Well, he's still putting up decent numbers. Sure. You know, he gets and, the ball. Yeah. Minshew's decent. He's they, a decent yeah. He's, he's, uh, it's going to be an interesting thing when Foles gets back. Um, where I was wrong, I told you about Ricky Seals Jones last week, and I apologize for that. That was not a good call. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, Cleveland, if I didn't mention earlier, is a team to be peeling back from. Yeah. You know, it's. You know, we've already told you about, we'll just call him Faker Bayfield. Wow. That's going to be his new name on this show. Shit sucks. He's making Odell look terrible. Faker Bayfield. Number one pick in the draft last year, right? Jesus Christ. Number one pick in the draft and looked that bad on Monday Night Football. Um, Talks all the shit in the world, too. But can't shake Richard Sermon's hand, all that. 
But he got what he deserved on Monday night because he's not that good. And he talks a lot of shit. So you get what you get. Yep. Um, but yeah, where I was wrong, Ricky Seals Jones, I thought, you know, because of the flashes he showed at Arizona, the fact that Njoku's out, I thought they used him the same way. They didn't, at least for this game. And, you know, season's still young. Maybe he does have a role. Njoku's out, it looks like, for, for the year, right? Is yeah. that right? Yeah. So, so you know, keep your eye on Ricky, but you don't need to hold a, <laughs> a bench spot for him based on his performance on Monday night. Um, I was also, you know, we talked about Mike Evans, and, you know, I had a similarity with Robert Woods, and because I'm biased, I'm both on my team, but... You know, there's a debate, debate over if they're the number two guy or the number one guy. And I told you guys last week, be very calm. Be very calm. You can play Mike Evans. You can play Robert Woods. I'm starting to look a little wrong on that because the the share of the targets is starting to sort of widen uh, between, you know, their their complementary receivers. They, you know, you like I mentioned before, you have Godwin beginning to get, you know, considerably more attention. And you have Cooper Cup, who... I think he's had two games where he has double figure targets and, you know, and, and to his credit, Woods is still getting, I think he got nine uh, targets last week. He just didn't do anything with them. Really. He, again, a single digit score. Yeah. But Mike Evans, dude, I can't believe dude, a zero. I think is it his first time in fantasy Mike Evans having a zero? You know, I know this because I, I heard be. it. It's the second time. And the only other time he did it, he was coming off an injury. Jesus Christ. So uh, the thing is, Got to ride him this week because you know he's got to bounce back. Yeah, and so, you know he's going to get on Jameis like, motherfucker, throw me the ball. Throw me the rock. I need it. Yeah. He got three targets. That's another bad thing. Yeah, that's terrible. You got to do better than that. Um, okay, a new little question we'll throw out there, Dougie. Since the fantasy season started, looking at the waiver wire, who do you wish you would have snatched up off the waiver wire who you don't have now? Um, well, I tried to get a Gallman, but, yeah. you know, he would have been hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Eventually. And uh, I wanted to go and um, get your boy down in Philly that mm-hmm. you had, Howard. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, I should have snatched him up a lot earlier because, you know, sooner or later he's going to be the number one back, man. Mm-hmm. When he runs hard, he's the best back in that offense. Sure. And and he's a goal line back. He's going to get the goal line carries. Yeah. But uh, those are the two players, mm-hmm. you know. I wish I would have rethought the Frank Gore thing. Um, and I know he's got a short-lived sort of run because Singletary's going to come back and eat some of those carries. But while Singletary was out, very productive. Yeah. And would have been a really good person to stick in my flex instead of David Ten Point Montgomery. That's going to be David Montgomery's new name because that's all he can get is 10 points. He's but 10 it points. Just, it just didn't sound sexy. It, Frank, Gore Frank Gore on Buffalo Bills. Yeah. You know, like, ugh. Yeah, I, th- I mean, just, it wasn't you know sexy enough. I thought it was a really short term thing because they were you know they they tease you they Singletary may be back this week. You say okay, well I'm not gonna go after Gore for yeah, one week, right. you know. Yeah. But uh, if I had to do it over again, I would have gone knowing what I know now. Obviously, um, rising star of the week there, doggy. But who we, do you? Oh, we so go ahead. Remember where we were right, man. We didn't talk about that. We're gonna get to that. Oh, it's coming. Okay. It, it's set up differently. This it's, it's a different flow there, doggy. I'm usually ready to hop into that. Yeah, you want to brag? Yeah, I understand what bit, you want to do. Bit. Yeah, make you feel better. Right. Get 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 the load off your shoulders. Look forward to two and two and two this weekend. <laughs> exactly. You'll be at a two 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 this weekend. Yeah. That's that's a magical number. So get ready. Um, but the rising star of the week, doggy. Who who you say? Um, I would have to say two people, man. You know, uh, Will Disley. Yeah. You know, he's he's still underrated a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, but um I think his numbers are gonna go up. It, you know, he he at least averages like 
14 points every week, man. Yeah. So, and um, Breida, Matt Breida, man. Matt Breida's starting to, you know. Oh, God, Matt Breida. Yeah. Run pretty well. And um, but Tevin Coleman's coming back. But it's so scary to play Matt Breida with that uh, San Francisco backfield. They're just like New England. You just you never don't know. know. You don't know. But at least he starts. But see, with Breida, he has to explode on a big play yeah. for him to get a touchdown. Just like he did on the first play, first of, the play game of the game last He's night. He's right there. And I, you know, so it's like that's the only way I see him getting in the end zone. Yeah. And I'm surprised he caught a pass in the end zone. You know, it's mm-hmm. just just baffled me. But uh I would say he's a rising star because he's gonna get he gets his touches. Yeah. You know, it's it's it's, a, it's just about if he explodes or not. He no. has to bust one, a long one. No, I saw him run that run and I cried a little bit inside for you, dog, because I was like, Wow, oh. that would have been a big the deal. First play of the first game. play of the game. Busted him, straight up. Um, my rising star of the week. I'm reaching. I'm going for Preston Williams of the uh, Miami Dolphins. And yeah, you're reaching it like hell. I'm reaching because I want you to walk with me here for a minute. Okay, they're playing the Redskins, right? Yeah. The Redskins fired their coach this weekend, and you know if you've been married, when you and your wife have an argument, everything in the house is fucked up. The, right. The, you know, nobody can find their shoes. Everybody's running late. Your kid's hair is fucked up. Because you and your wife ain't getting along, so right. everything suffers. Well, it's the same thing, same philosophy with football teams. Mm-hmm. The coach and the general manager and the owner all fell out. Coach had to leave. So what kind of shape do you think the Washington Redskins are in if you have, you're going into a week of a game, right? Yeah. You, your coach gets fired at 5 a.m. They woke this motherfucker up at 5, 5 a.m. to come in. What kind of bullshit is that? Like, could you fire me over the phone or by text, email? We have technology. Don't wake yeah. me up. At, I got So what? He's up at 4 a.m. to get dressed? Like, motherfucker, get... come clean out your office while you're here. Yeah, like, what kind all of day, shit is that? All day, and don't come back. Turn in your card now. Exactly. So that all transpires. You name a new coach who nobody is really excited about. It's a retread. It's the guy Callahan who went to the Super Bowl with the Raiders. Who's washed up. Yeah, but, I mean, no one – and so – Basically, since, what is it, yesterday, the day before, everyone's been talking about how Washington's a piece of shit. You got Chris Thompson crying in the locker room. You saw that, right? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So crazy. They've got to had to go through this week and bounce back. So after the announcement, what's practice like? Right. right. And then, you know, so they the got morale is yeah. terrible. And so, and meanwhile, you got Miami coming off a bye, right? And they're looking at their own situation like, oh, wait, hold on. There's somebody more fucked up than us. Yeah. It's kind of like watching a soap opera. You sit there and watch all these people's lives. They're terrible. You feel better about yourself. Miami is going to poke their chest out. They're at home, coming off a bye. And they're going to be out. This is their Super Bowl. Yeah, they and they still need to provide for their families. They do. Motherfuckers is going to play. Exactly. And at some point, and all you analytics geeks people who, you know, will tell me, well, you know, they did five and, you know, five yards and whatever the shit you guys say. At some point, you got to be a man. You got to st- stand up. You got to look at th- yourself and say, "We're not going to lose every game this year, and this is our opportunity to get a win." Because Washington is more fucked up than we are, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to take Preston Williams, and I might have another Dolphins pick later on in the show. So you guys just stay with this philosophy. We'll be back with more of my Big Black Fantasy Podcast after these words. You know. Fantasy season is upon us. Everybody's excited. But you know who gets left out in all the fantasy? The, you know, the wives. The wives get left out. The girlfriends, you know, you, you, you 
you're messing around with your fantasy. You're on your phone checking your players. You're, yeah. You're wheeling. You're dealing. All that other stuff. Do you know how to make sure your fantasy season ends up being a fantasy for her? How? You gotta go to Touch of Romance, man. You gotta oh go to Touch yeah. Touch of Romance. That's a great place. Go pick up some toys. It's yeah. the best you can do in adult entertainment. You get your toy. You got cock rings. You got. Doc Johnson's fuck machine, which Damn is called right. the, yeah, it's called the Power Banger, yeah, and it delivers superior power and endless deep pleasure. It's 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 unmatched. I'm gonna it, tell you what you do, man. What do you do? Early in the morning when you're watching the fantasy show, do it. You know, check on your injuries and everything early. Mess with her in the morning, and then right after the uh, late game, mess with her again before the uh, the five o'clock game comes on. Exactly. Touch of romance. Get the products. Touch of romance makes that all available. Right. You can find them by going to loverspackage.com. Remember, you get thirty five percent off purchases over one hundred twenty five dollars. And also, do you know what else they do, doggy? What they give you classes if you're in the L A area. No shit. Yes, they do. You can go and see the Restraints and Ropes Workshop, where they're talking about bondage. That's what they're talking about, dog. Oh, my goodness. They have workshops on bondage. They have workshops. That sounds fun. On squirting. Wow. (laughs) It's all true. So go ahead. Check out your people at Touch of Romance, loverspackage.com to find out more information for all of your adult entertainment needs. Yeah, make time for your wife. Um... Okay, Doggy's favorite part. Where we were right. Doggy, tell them where you're right. Well, I was right last week when I told you guys about James White. You know, he, you know, uh, <laughs> he gave you know you what you wanted out to flex, like 12 points. You, Solid. I mean, and he's a backup. Solid. So you can't, like, ask for more, really. Yeah. You know, and then at least you're going to get 12 out of him. Sure. So I feel like this is, you know, that's James White time, especially if Rex Burkhead is out. Exactly. Even though Sonny Michelle, he, he had a great game last week, but he doesn't give you that every week. Mm-hmm. You know, so they end up in a lot of third and short situations. And, hey, here comes James White. Naturally. Check down, screens, you know, and, you know, he can take them to the house. Of the Patriots back, he is by far the most, most solid. And, you know, we've discussed that. He's good for 10 regardless. And sometimes you need 10, and he's, he's got it for you. Um, I can't brag about anything. Based on the show last week, I wasn't right about anything. Um, but I think because, folks, and this is important, we're doing the show on a new day now. We're going to do it on Tuesday. So I've had time to look at all the games and do better homework. So although I've been very good this year, I'm going to be better. But last week, because we were still doing the show Monday without me having all my information, I know it's a cop-out, but I I will honestly say I did not get anything right <laughs> based on the show last <laughs> week. It was terrible. But I'll do better this week, I promise. Um it's time for add and drop suggestions. Doggy, who are you adding? Man, you know what? I'll go out in Carolina, man, and add their QB. Okay. If I need a backup QB. That's what I'm talking he, about. He's, he's had a solid year. Sure. Uh, Allen, that's his name. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just like you said earlier, man, go ahead and um, get that back. Hillman. Yeah. You know, from the Giants. Yeah. And, you know, shit, man, you know, if you want to cuff somebody, you know, maybe uh, Ballage. Yeah, you know, in Miami, you know what I'm saying. But uh, so really, I'm going out there to get a backup quarterback because you know I have Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. So get ready for his bye week, uh, week eleven. Yeah, and just you know, cuff this, cuff this uh, Allen kid, man, because mm-hmm. he's looking pretty good. No, I mean, I I'm waiting for somebody in our league to take a take a shot at him. I, they haven't already, have they? No, they no. haven't. Yeah, he's still out there. But, um, yeah, putting up numbers. And quite honestly, I mean, if you're Ron Rivera and you're dealing with Cam coming back with all the drama that Cam brings and you're looking at this kid, 
I'm thinking you're thinking, hey, Cam, you know, maybe it's your time to move on. Because if he keeps on delivering like that, and I mean, McCaffrey is carrying the team. Yeah. But this guy is not losing him any games. Right. And he's doing it drama free. Yeah. You know, and and he's doing it without dressing like a beekeeper like Cam does. Um, let's see. Adding, I mentioned Preston Williams, obviously. Um, Hill, Hilleman, like Doggy said. Also, again, week of the tight end. Vance McDonald, Hunter Henry uh, coming back shortly. Uh, Chris Herndon back. Uh, now, this is where it gets weird. The coach says he may or may not play this week. Mm. It's it's good to have him just in case. He had flashes. He's not, you know, a top-tier tight end, so to speak, but he had flashes last year and it would be good to have on your team. So any of those guys works in the week of the tight end. That's what I'm calling it. Um, drop in this week. Who are you dropping? Well, I'm dropping uh, Robinson um, from Kansas City. Yeah. And, he's a piece uh, of shit. Yeah, he's a piece, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. And I'm, I'm thinking about dropping uh, the Jacksonville defense. Yeah. Um, you know, just just because, you know, they, they you know, the Jalen Ramsey situation mm-hmm. is really fucking that defense up because Jalen Ramsey takes half of the field away, man. He takes he takes up half the field, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll lock down on the corner, I mean on a uh on a wide receiver, and then everybody else can play zone. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So he'll take the best player out the game and then everybody else can, you know, have a help defense. Mm-hmm. So he's and then the D line, he helps everybody, man. So that's really what is stunting uh Jacksonville's growth. Yeah. Is Jalen Ramsey uh faking this bullshit back injury that he suspiciously <laughs> has right now. Somebody's angry. Yeah. Um I'm dropping uh Tyler Eifert, who, you know, it I, I think you you were hoping for some old glory days from Tyler Eifert. I think those have come and gone. And again, Cincinnati is maybe a team you want to in, avoid entirely. Uh, Chris Samuel is not the guy in Carolina. He's going to get his targets, but DJ Moore and then McCaffrey eats so many balls. Yeah. I don't know if that sounds good, eating balls. <laughs> he eats so many. He gets a lot of touches, folks. And of course, and you got Greg Olson still creeping, lurking in the background there. But um, Chris Samuel, I think it's time for you to drop him if you haven't already. And I do this grudgingly, but Daryl Williams with the Chiefs, um, mm. you know, Damian Williams comes back, yeah. Daryl Williams gets a big fat zero. Yeah, because McCoy's there. Because McCoy's there. But keep in mind there's some problems with McCoy and pass protection that Andy Reid is having problems with. Um, you know, I've heard rumors that this guy, Daryl Williams, is good enough to be the starting back. But at this point, I don't think you can justify keeping a you know a roster spot open for him. Unless you're one of those people who like to just handcuff everybody, which I think is a tremendous waste of time. But it I think it's time to let him go. But yeah. keep your eye on it. Keep your eye on the situation. Um, on the bubble, doggy, who's on your bubble this week? And let's let our listeners know that when sure. when B says on the bubble, that doesn't mean just to drop them. No, just, just be aware because yeah. it's either time to go, yeah. or you know, just give them a little bit more of a chance. Sure. So, okay, Jamison Crowder. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first week with Sam Darnold, man, what fourteen targets? He, you know, mm-hmm. he was balling. You know, Sam yeah. caught the mono. He, Kiss the hook or whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, shit. Um, he just started declining because of the, the quarterback play. Sure. So basically, he's on my bubble, and Deontay Johnson's on my bubble because I'm not going to give up on these guys. I have to wait and see, like, you know, what's going to happen with these quarterbacks. Like, if, 
if Darnold comes back, I think and, Darnold's back. Yeah, he's I think back. He yeah. And, but let me see how his how he feels. Mm-hmm. He can get out there and catch Mono at halftime again. <laughs> you know, whatever the fuck he's doing to catch Mono, I don't know, dude. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's a strange. nasty disease. Yeah, that's just nasty. strange, dude. Mm-hmm. Are you drinking after people? Yeah, what the like, fuck are you doing? Dude? Yeah, like what? You got pink eye yeah, too? Damn. You, got the, you know, like shit. He must be on some freaky shit. Some, but yeah. you know, and it, it just sounds crazy. You know, when the ESPN guys say, "Hey, man, he has Mono." Yeah. Yeah. Like, goddamn, you know what I'm saying? But hopefully uh, he can get that rapport going back with uh, Jamison Crowder and um, this new quarterback because I don't know about uh, Rudolph's situation, if mm. he's going to come back. But if Rudolph comes back, I guess he has a decent enough rapport with uh, Deontay Johnson mm. um, because they uh, Pittsburgh, uh, when they play, they try to – the defense tries to take away uh, Juju a lot. Yeah. But we'll see, you know, just – so, you know, th- those two guys are on my bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the bubble could mean, you know, going from starting to bench or bench to drop in or what have you. So that's the bubble. Yeah, and, you know, what if Sam Darnold came up with a case of, like, an old-ass disease like syphilis or some oh. shit? Like, like, that's the next thing. Like, oh. I, hey, he, we had to bench him because of the syphilis that he can do. Like, people don't get syphilis anymore. No one gets mono anymore. Where the fuck you get that? Yeah. Ah, Sam Darnold. Anyway, um, let's see. On my bubble, and this is the second time both I think both these guys have been on, Robert Woods and Delaney Walker. It's like... Uh, give me a reason to believe. Um, right, it's tough because Woods gets the he gets the targets because the offense is plentiful. There's balls being thrown. I keep going with balls being thrown up. That doesn't sound right, but <laughs> but passes are being given to various receivers throughout the games for the Rams. Um, you know, do I still start him this week? Very much probably start Robert Woods, uh, but he's about a game away from getting some bench consideration. Delaney Walker just, I mean, back to back, a, a one point game and a two point game. That wow, <laughs> that doesn't help you. Um, so, and that's uncharacteristic of Delaney Walker, man. It is, but it's just that Mariota is just so bad. And but to Mariota's credit, he has looked at receivers more. So maybe you switch up and you go find um, Corey Davis. I hate saying that because that's never going to happen. But AJ Brown, who I mentioned last week. That may be it. Maybe it's a shift by Mariota. Maybe he's finally going to throw outside in year, what did you this, year five of his yeah. NFL, whatever it is. Um, so those guys are on the bubble. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go with the sneaky, sneaky play of the week. Sneaky. Sneaky play. So, okay. well, my sneaky play of the week, man, I got to throw my boy in there, man. It's going to be D.D. Westbrook. Uh-huh. You know, um, just to the simple fact, man, he's going up against New Orleans and against receivers, they're ranked 26. Yeah. You know, so, and, you know, he's been eating, you know, kind of nicely, you know, lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's going to be my sneaky play of the week, man, because I'm going to have to give the kid a shot because I have nothing to lose, you guys. Yeah. You know, one, two, and two, you got to do all kind of shit you can, you know, so uh, that's my sneaky play of the week, Westbrook. Going with DD. Uh, sneaky play of the week for me, and again, I'm going back to Miami because mm. I'm bold. Damn, and I do shit like but that. But you're in first and, place. You can do shit, and like I can that. do it because that's who I am. And <laughs> this is what I'm telling you, people. You got to go with Miami's defense because, again, Washington Redskins. And are we allowed to say Redskins on the show, dog? 
Yeah, because they keep saying that's like the Indian nigga. Oh, it is? Yeah, that's what they, people know. are offended. No, we cool. Okay, all right. Yeah. The Washington Redskins. I'll go ahead and say it. The Washington uh, niggas. The Washington niggas. <laughs> <laughs> the red niggas. <laughs> Nigga. Um, so anyway, I digress. Um, so, like I said before, Washington is a shit show. There is a is a garbage fire wrapped into a shit show and just encapsulated in a big old turd. That's the that's how you describe the Redskins at this moment. And again, Miami at home off a of bye week feeling good about themselves because they look in the mirror and they say, hey, at least we're not Washington. They didn't dominate the newspaper this week. No one was talking about how shitty Miami is. They were talking about how shitty Washington is. So they're going to build on that. The defense is going to make a stand, maybe even, I'll go as far as saying, a return of some sort for a touchdown. I'm going to go ahead and predict that right now. Mm. And keep in mind, I did play that Philadelphia defense last week. I didn't get a chance to tell you guys that because we made our picks after that. But I, I I benefited from those thirty five points, so I'm I'm gonna ride defense again. And back to back weeks, I've picked I picked Pittsburgh's D and Philly's D, and got a combined fifty five points from defense. So mm. that's how you win. Mm. It's how you win. Okay, now how you don't win? Drafting Antonio Brown. Dog. Oh, this is a sec- this that, was is my, that was my second fucking pick, you guys. This is an intervention, dogging. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you now, it's time to drop them. You know what, B? You know, I've been thinking about that on a drive over here. Yeah. Did you Antonio, did... Antonio fucking Brown. I'm on his fucking Instagram. I'm trying to see what this, <laughs> this dumb nigga's doing every day. <laughs> you know, the, the the dumb nigga was down in Florida. He was he, At least he's working out. <laughs> you know, he reminds me of a cat we went to uh, school with, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> but the, the, nigga, the nigga's working out, right? Yeah. And it's just like this. It's like... Like you said earlier, man, I'm married to him right now. It's it's, it's it tough. seems like, you know, I'm waiting on the. It's kind of early still mm. to drop him. It's like I don't want to drop him and, you know, <laughs> look up breaking news week, week ten, <laughs> and week ten I'm helping somebody else out. Yeah. I don't want to help our league. You know, yeah. like period. So it's like I think it's my responsibility to hold on to him a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, fuck that, man. I don't want to see anybody get Antonio Brown who, you know, and this just wins. Yeah, things get You know get what personal. I'm saying? Things get a little personal, so I'm holding on to him, man, yeah. a little bit longer. And then, you know, I'm waiting on the NFL decisions. You mm-hmm. know, I'm waiting to see if he gets on the uh, NFL exempt list because, hey, it doesn't matter if I fucking keep him or drop him on my roster because my shit sucks right now anyway. Yeah. So it's like I don't want to make the rest of the league better. Mm-hmm. You know, just in case he pops up and, hey, ends up on Tampa Bay or anything. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. You know, because he has the talent to where he would still get signed if he only gets suspended two games. Or if he doesn't get suspended at all. Yeah. Because to me, it's like, you know, they're um, holding back. The NFL's holding back because it's dumb niggas off the field <laughs> antics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if they would have found some proof um, with the sexual allegations, you know, he's been charged with. Yeah. And that's some serious allegations and shit. But I just don't see it because the shit would have... They've been investigating for two weeks. Yeah. Or longer. Yeah. You know, about this shit. And, and nothing's came out. So the NFL hasn't found shit. Because mm-hmm. that would have came out already. He would have been, you know, getting suspended already for that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would... um Depending on your... uh 
position, even if I was in second place, I hold on to his ass because I wouldn't want nobody coming to bite me in the ass. Because yeah. you, you you could still have a good enough team, you know, with that with him him on your team on the bench. Mm-hmm. You know, just play around him. That's what I'm gonna do because I don't want to help none of these motherfuckers take my bread. <laughs> <laughs> well said, dog. As I mentioned last week, I think that, and you know, and I found out. I guess he filed two grievances yeah. this week. That he's not going to win. I don't think that helps him because all he's doing is pissing off ownership. And who works for the owners? Yeah. The commissioner. Yeah. And there's no benefit. There's no real benefit to the league to have him play this year. So they just may make a lesson out of Antonio. I say it's time to drop him. Doggy will go down swinging. He's going to die on that hill, folks. Yeah, I'm going to die on it because I don't want to help you guys. I agree. I I mean, fuck that. I don't want to see... him flash on a motherfucker at the end of the season, and I and I drafted this motherfucker second, and I'm helping this motherfucker take my bread. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. No, I get it. And when you drove over here and you think about AB, what kind of music? Were you listening to like Sade or something like real soft and sultry? Man, I was listening to that that black bitch. What's her name? Uh, <laughs> my neck, my back. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to her. Ass. You know what I'm saying? Because she's from Miami too. You know, uh, you were, out you, that way. You were bringing it back. Yeah, I was bringing it back. Oh lord. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think it's time for him to drop. Ab dog is going to hold on to him. Yeah. Um. And this next little segment we have here, if you want to call it that, um, talks about stuff like that. You know, I'm going to say you don't fall in love with players, but more specifically, especially this time of year, you don't fall in love with your defense and special teams. I don't think dogs will fall in love with Antonio Brown. But like you said, he's he is married to him. But it's time to start switching your defenses out every week. It, yeah, yeah. You know, it, and I think I benefited last week because I, you know, I think I, everyone in the league knew Philadelphia had the best defense that week because they were going against the Jets. But there were so many people tied on to, well, I got to hold on to the Rams. I got to hold on to the Vikings. I got to hold on to Jacksonville. I got to hold on. No, you don't. You go with the matchup. And, you know, you're going to start targeting Cleveland. Start targeting Baker because he's good for a pick a game. Oh, yeah. You're going to start targeting, the even with the little burst they have, the Giants to some extent. The Jets, maybe still. Um, the Bengals, definitely. Every week, it makes sense to know who they're playing so you can make an appropriate decision. I always like to pick a home team for defense because it seems like they get a little bit of a boost from the crowd. Yeah, um, get pumped up. Exactly. Doggy, are you, are you ready to get rid of those Jack? You did say you're getting rid of Jacksonville. Yeah, I want to I dra- uh, drop Jacksonville. I'm a, um, they're going up against New Orleans, you know, and um, I'm going to see what's going on with that shit because Teddy Bridge could throw a pick too. Yeah. But, you know, um, it's just that's why I like – Back in my past, I used to draft two decent defenses. Yeah. Because what I would do, my strategy was just to switch them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I would hold on to the Rams last year because they were a hell of a defense. Yeah. But if their matchup was fucked up, I'll just switch it to the other defense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I used to draft, you know, two defenses. But this year, I stuck with one. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm, I'm going to see how it plays out. I really have to um, go back to the drawing board on this and um, study and see – who's available in our league. And, you know, I was thinking about Washington, but they just sucks. I mean, you know, their offense sucks so much, it seems like the defense is going to be gassed. Yeah. No matter who they're playing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, they're playing Miami, but who's to say Josh Rosen doesn't have a coming out party? You don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, and um, but, you know, Washington is going to be playing hard, but shit, the motherfuckers are going to be on the field yeah. for fucking uh, most of the game. So, Mm-hmm. You know, it's a hard decision, you know, right now in our league. But uh, 
just yeah, don't don't fall in love with your defense. If you have the opportunity to get find a a, a, a crazy matchup like B said, you know, a favorable matchup, go ahead and jump on it. Yeah, Miami Dolphins defense available probably in about a hundred percent of fantasy leagues everywhere. Jump on them this week. Don't be scared. Um, Doggy, in closing, what did we learn in week five? Well, I learned this is what I learned in week five, man. You know, like don't try so hard with your lineup. Like, kind of let your lineup come to you. Mm-hmm. When you make a decision, stick with your guns. Don't make no sudden drastic changes right before the uh the game starts because yeah. of the comeback to haunt you. Sure. Only if uh a player's inactive, you know, but You'll know that at 7 or 8 in the morning mm-hmm. if he's going to be inactive, you know, yeah. or if it's a game-time decision. So um, just don't make any drastic moves. Stick with your guns. And and that's that's what I've learned, man. Just And just play it out. Mm-hmm. Whatever you feel, play it. Yeah. Because that's all you can put them out, do is put them out there, man. Yeah, you don't want your moves to win and you don't. Yeah. You know, something that you thought you should have done and you didn't because of whatever reason, you know. You're mad at your girlfriend or whatever. You know, do what you would do and live with the consequences. That's the best advice I can give you. I learned that every little bit counts. You know, I did not have a great week in terms of players. My, I like I said, I got a zero from Mike Evans. Got nine points from Robert Woods. Still able to pull it out because I make details important during the draft. And what I mean by that is. Every every year, and you've heard it on the show, Jay Maddie, who's not here with us today, will tell me about, oh, you shouldn't draft a kicker that early in round eight or nine or whatever. That's okay. why he's not on the show. Well, yeah, we kicked him off. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, Justin Tucker, by drafting him as early as I did, you, you're not going to get 10 points out of him every week. You hope for it, but maybe you don't. The fact is he's the best kicker in the league. He, they have trust in him to kick 50-yard field goals. And the combination of having him in a game-winning situation where you know he's going to nail it and the combination of also switching my defense, like I mentioned earlier, I got, was it, four, what was it, 36, 35, 45, 51 points between my defense and my kicker, which will bail you out of a lot of bullshit games that you have where your receivers don't do anything, your, your running backs don't do anything, your quarterback doesn't do anything. So, you know, it's a complete game. You do have to put some thought into your defense and your kicker. Um, so far this year, like I said, I've had, uh, I think, three out of my six weeks, I've had double figures in defense. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Justin Tucker was slow to start, but, again, he- helped bail me out with his 16 points. So just remember, every little detail counts because it's coaching is what it is that will get you the wins that, when you should have lost. And I, by all accounts, should have lost that game last week. Um, Doggy, you have anything else? I think we've gotten through our program. Man, I just want to say, man, I'm still the fucking champ right now, man. Yeah, you are. Hold and on I'm, to it. And I'm going to go down guns blazing around this motherfucker. going to have to put me out my misery. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? Take so, a couple people with you. Yeah, and you guys, watch your trades, man. Don't let nobody beat you in the head and shit. Yeah, like be Matt, smart. Like Matt did. You know, and yeah. Todd. Well, was, you know, but it didn't. It worked out kind of like good because yeah. uh, Devontae, he's hurt. He's hurt. You never know, man. He come back. He's gonna come back. It's only like a little turf toe. Yeah, he'll be back. So just uh, don't let anybody take advantage of you, and um, be smart. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Stick to your guns, and if you're in my position, just keep rolling, man. Be a rider and ride this shit out. Keep playing. That's the message. Um, 
Until next time, folks, uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com at My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. And you can find me at B underscore M-B-B-F-P, like My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. That, of course, is on Twitter. So good luck in week six. We hope we helped you. If we didn't, I'm sure we'll hear about it. Um, <laughs> happy fantasy playing. Got a, a good one, hopefully. Uh, New England versus New York Thursday night. Say goodbye, doggy. Peace out, you guys. Later. Thank you.